Thank you for downloading this podcast from Abrupt Audio. You can find more episodes of this and many other podcasts at abruptaudio.com. Subscribe today to get the next episode automatically. It's Monday, which can only mean one thing. Pixel Podcast is back with another week of fantastic episodes. We've got a really, really good one, a new experimental one lined up for you, which is Top 5 Weird Gadgets. Martin, are you excited? Yes, as always, Ben, I'm excited for this day's podcast. But are you excited for all the weird tech? Don't know yet. We'll find out in a second. <laughs> okay, let's hit the intro. You're listening to the Pixel Podcast. So yes, that weird intro kind of partly explained what we are going to be talking about this episode. We're going to be going through the top five weirdest gadgets that I have found on the internet. Yes, I went on the internet and searched weird things and I came out okay. Uh, Martin has no idea what these items are going to be, so he's going to find out along with you listeners here at home or wherever it is you are listening. Martin, are you ready? I'm ready, Ben. Okay, this is in no particular order, so it will be the first one, but it's not the number one. I just five weird ones that I could find. I'm sure there are weirder ones out there, let me say, but these are just five ones I found on the internet. So let's go. The first one is a way of controlling your PlayStation with a massage. Yes, that's correct. Does your significant other complain that you pay too much attention to video games and not enough to him or her? Why not take care of your digital and physical worlds at once with the Massage Me video game controller? Massage Me is a soft, flexible vest with a video game controller built into the back that translates massage moves into video game commands. The thing is, you can't buy Massage Me off the shelf. Instead, Massage Me creators Mika Satomi and Hannah Perna Wilson would love to see people making their own massage vests at home. Yes, Martin, you can't buy these. You've got to make it yourself. Oh my God. What? Sorry. So, initial thoughts on the uh, PlayStation massage vest. It just got slowly weirder and weirder. It did a little weirder. bit, didn't it? <laughs> I hate to be this kind of person, but the moment I found out that there was some Asian influence behind it, I wasn't surprised. Does that make me a bad person? I want to say yes, but you see, I was thinking the exact same thing. So maybe it's a bad thing, but also like, well, it's expected by now. You guys are just very very adventurous and creative <laughs> and come up with these crazy things that we would never think of coming up with. And, you know, maybe maybe some people are into that. So if you are the adventurous type, you can check out a handy online do-it-yourself guide showing you how to make the Massage Me vest, plus a custom cable and plug to connect the vest oh into God. the machine and how to hack the PS1 controller. So this is an old thing. Like, you have to be, like, old school PS1. Oh, my word. It was not going to work on anything else. Jesus. We will find a link in the description, of course, on the episode on abruptaudio.com for you to check out more on that. So, yeah. The first one, Martin, uh, starting off starting off strong, I feel. Definitely. What, what could top that, Ben? What could top that? In number two is the Cheese Police. No, it's not a 9mm handgun, but it is a 16mm still image camera. The Japanese-based Doru Camera Company made the Doru 216 from 1954 to 1956, according to Camerapedia. The Doru 216 was apparently a police-issue device in Japan, and to make it 
even more like a gun. You'd load the camera with magnesium bullet cartridges and then just point, aim and fire. The magnesium cartridge wouldn't discharge uh, out the nozzle, but comes out of the top and acts as a flash for the camera. It also makes a large bang in the process. So I just, I just oh don't know God. why I don't. I just, oh my God, what, what is life? What, what are these no. inventions? I mean, it's the sort of camera you wouldn't want to use in public spaces, especially at the moment with a lot of the sort of terror alerts. I mean, the UK is on a very high terror alert. A terror attack is extremely likely. I don't think you want to take that into a public you place. Go, you know, near near any national monuments or... If you go like into Trafalgar Square or anywhere like that and you just go, you know what, smile for the camera and just whip out that. God, yeah. <laughs> could you imagine? Oh, God. Yeah, or just in the airport. Oh, what's this, sir? Oh, no, it's a camera. Don't worry, let me show you. <laughs> let me show you pointing at them. <laughs> smile. And that's how you end up in a Cuban jail somewhere. <laughs> It's extremely rare. You can't get these anymore. And um, a very valuable, why. actually, believe it or not. Really? Um, in 2001, one of these devices sold for $25,000 at the Crystal... Uh, sorry, at the Christie Auction House in London. That makes me sad. That makes me a little sad, actually. $25,000. <laughs> for a useless invention. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. It's a piece of history, Martin. It's from 1954. A piece, it's of, history. A piece of history. Is that what they say? Yeah. But it's a piece of history that I could probably avoid seeing for the rest of my life and still feel okay with that. So there we go. Uh, we'll leave we'll leave all of these up there so you can have a look at the photo. That's number two. Okay, Martin, hold on to your hats. It's about to get a tiny bit weirder, I feel, with number three. Okay. Number three is the solar bikini. The what? The solar bikini. Yes, ladies, imagine having a bikini that will show off those abs you've been working on all winter while soaking up enough solar energy to power your iPod. Yep, the solar bikini uses a photovoltaic film strips and a 5 volt regulator, which puts out an electrical output. The bikini was created by New York based multimedia designer and performer Andrew Schneider for the 2006 winter show of the Tisch School's interactive telecommunications program. Schneider's website says he's also working on a male version called the iDrink that will produce enough power to cool a beer in its own custom made drink cozy. Yes, you did hear me right. A custom made drink cozy. So far, neither of these has ever hit the shelves. I wonder what... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I think it's going to be fashion. <laughs> London Fashion Week. Here you it know comes. what always makes me laugh about fashion shows? Like, you, you, yeah. you watch something and they've got, like, a steak on their head or or something weird and they go, everyone will be wearing this next year. No. No, they will not be wearing this next year. Yeah, I feel like if a famous designer gets behind anything, if they're, if they're big enough and they get behind something, it could be anything and people will... Will buy it or, or or think it's amazing. I know, like this. I don't want to be like strapped up. Like if I was a girl, I would be strapped up with wires and all that, just enjoying the sun. I get it's a cool idea. It's not the prettiest thing in the world. It's not the pretty. I mean, I guess it's a kind of cool. I don't know. Is it a cool idea? I can't really decide whether it's just crazy or whether it's kind of a bit crazy but also cool. In theory, it's a good idea, but in practice, it's mm. just like no. Please stop. Yeah, you definitely probably wouldn't want to swim in it. Oh god, yeah, and that, like the main function of a swimming suit or like a bikini is like to go. Bikini, yeah, is that you can actually swim in it, and you've got all this electrical equipment. 
Yeah, it's just don't, a bad time. If you buy one, if you are one of the listeners that do own one of these, uh, we wouldn't advise. We're not taking any responsibility if anyone swims with it, just in case we do have uh, a listener who's that crazy. If ever there's a Minecraft movie, it'll likely be a blockbuster. Pixel Podcast. So at number four is the LCD belt buckle. Yes, you heard me correct. Turn your pants into a walking movie house with the EgoCast LCD screen belt buckle. The device has a 320 by 240. Yes, forget Ultra HD. 320 by 240 is where it's at. Pixel display and supports the file formats of .mp4, .avi, .jpeg, .bmp, and files from SD cards with a maximum, maximum of two gigabytes capacity. So, I mean, I think you're already sold, Martin. I think you I can tell that you're silent. A belt. It's a belt buckle. With a screen. I am speechless. Like... Because, I mean, surely, I mean, the best place to view your content is um, somewhere where you can't somewhere where you can't see it. Right near your crotch. Why not? Yeah. I mean, is the screen automatically flipped so that if you... Oh, I don't want to think about this one. I really don't. <laughs> Just... Oh, I, could you imagine, right, you go to, like, a pub with some of your friends and all of a sudden you can just hear, like, like a TV show and you're thinking, what is that? Oh, it's my belt buckle. And then all of a sudden you're all just staring at your friend's belt area. Could you... Yeah, but, see, what I can imagine, and I think this is actually... There are people I know that... Well, there are people that I am aware of, <laughs> let's put it this way, that would use this for the same reason that they would buy a t-shirt that would say something egotistical on it. Like, I expected to say something like, you know, um, like, you know, I don't really know what to come up with because I'm not the type of person that would make this stuff, but have some sort of, like, phrases or word or something that in his mind is absolutely hilarious, but the rest of us is an absolute cringe fest. Do you understand where I'm coming I from? Think I like, know. it's more of a billboard, more of a billboard for like saying just you know some things which maybe are tongue in cheek. See, I think I know also what one you might be referencing as well, and we can't really say. I don't know. I to be honest, I don't know which one I'm referencing. Um, I think I think we all have something in our mind. We all have an image in our mind, and I think that's fine. I think we don't need to go any further than that. <laughs> uh, but Martin, before you rush out and go and buy one of these, yeah. it is currently out of stock. Oh. Um, but apparently there is going to be another generation with larger screens, improved functionality. There's, there's no, there's no talk on what the price is going to be because the original was $289. Jesus Christ. Oh my word. This is for, I think this is for the person in your life, which has more money than cents. I think if you know that person, then I would recommend them this. And I think they would probably feel good value for money. It sounds like also this this could be used in like a really sh like um movie like a comedy movie for me like this sort of gag that's all I can see the benefits out of. Yeah, the only the only way I could see anyone buying for it is for a gag. Basically, I don't see anyone buying it for anything else. And with that, we come to the final one, which to be honest, I don't think is as crazy as some of the others. I think we've ended on a. On a less crazy note, but maybe that's a good thing. We'll find out. Martin will be the judge here of just how crazy this is. Okay, Martin, you I'm ready? ready? Okay. The title is, and I don't think the title really brings the genius of the device. The title is the toaster printer. So, oh God. add that figure. <laughs> <laughs> I can't okay. even speak. Okay, it. okay. So deep breath. <laughs> 
Add that feeling of efficiency to breakfast with this toaster printer concept by Swiss-based industrial designer Othmar Bellebach. I've probably screwed your name up, I'm sorry. Just top load your toast like you would a stack of inkjet paper and the toaster takes care of the rest, one slice at a time. Um, apparently it won the second prize at the Burner Design Awards and um, it may only be a concept for now, but apparently um, the designer is actively looking for a manufacturer interested in producing the device. But so far, um, investors have been kind of a bit wary of the Toast Printer concept because it has been so widely featured on gadget blogs. I like how it also won an award. That, that, that really just put the icing on the top for me. And also, in the image, which I know you listeners can't see, but I'll explain all. In the image, the toast pieces of bread to be toasted are tiny. I don't know who the toast is meant for. I don't know whether it's meant for the goblins underneath the desk. <laughs> and also, this guy's having the, the, the design of it in the mock-up is on what's looking like a boardroom table. Who has toast in the morning on a boardroom table? Unless you're Alan Sugar. That, that's who it's aimed at, just Alan Sugar. And, and maybe. maybe. The, Am, the Ams toaster. The Ams. God. Well, I mean, I think... Why not? I think we definitely... I think this is the weirdest one for me. I'm, I'm so, Do you think? I think so. Well, this this beats the controller massager, the weird gun well, that's camera. that's true. The gun camera was And pretty, yeah. the belt buckle. I think the, I think probably this is up there. I, I think nothing can beat the uh, the gun camera. I think what makes this extra special is the fact that it came second in an award show. I, I, I don't mind the fact that I don't know what the award really is or like the ceremony or anything. I don't really understand. But it won how important award, But it yeah it well no sorry it came second in something. It wasn't even as it wasn't even good enough to win. <laughs> Couldn't even succeed at that. So I mean. I think this sort of item, though, would probably be something that someone would buy you for Christmas because like, it's one of these cool little gadgety things that then sits in your shelf and you wonder why the hell... <laughs> I thought you were going to say... What the hell are you going to do with it? I, I think I think it's one of those things. I honestly thought it was a, this, this is the sort of gadget that I would buy. I honestly thought you were about to say that. Like, I would buy this no. Martin. Great. <laughs> I'd buy it to make a point about how useless it is. <laughs> I'll buy it for the tech channel just to make out how terrible and useless it is. <laughs> oh. Sorry, if you... If you owe one, I feel Om- really sorry. Omar, if you are listening, if that's how you say your name, I'm really sorry. Your name is extremely difficult to say. I'm just saying, for an English person, it is. If you're out there and you do want us to like have a look at it, then maybe we'll have a look. Just get in touch. And I'm sorry if we've offended you. Okay, I think that needs to be said. Pixel Podcast. So there we have it, just five of my personal weirdest tech items. Mine, did I live up to your expectations? Oh, yeah. As soon as I heard some of these names, I was like, well, here it comes then. So just really, really quickly, your favourite? It's got to be the cheese gun, isn't it? <laughs> okay, yeah. I think the gun has to be the weird it, it, there. Just the most impractical thing yeah. ever. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That brings another episode to a close. Please share with us your weirdest tech item. If there is something you've come across, you think it's weirder than what we shared with, let us know on Twitter. And uh, we'd really be interested to know. I think we'd definitely get some kick out of that. So let us know. By the way, don't forget to give us a little follow. Of course, you can check out all the details regarding this episode on the Abrupt Audio website, abruptaudio.com forward slash pixels, P-I-X-3-L. 
Abrupt Audio is the owners, producers, all the great guys who not only make our podcast amazing and help us improve it every, every week, but work on some other fantastic podcasts just like it as well. You can go check them all out on abruptaudio.com. Don't forget you can take us with you on the go, whether that's on the podcast app for iOS, whether it's on Stitcher for Android, or of course Spotify as well on both devices. With that, we bring this episode to a close. We thank you very much for listening. We hope you've enjoyed this. If you'd like to see more top five type episodes where we go through more weird stuff or more different stuff, you can leave any suggestions on our Twitter, that's at Pixel Podcast. Thank you, Martin, for listening. Or sorry, thank you, Martin, for taking part and being a part of, or listening to the top five, right? So thank you for part for being involved in this episode. It's all right. It's a bit of a weird one, this one, but I, I think it was a it. fun one. I it enjoyed a it a lot. One. It was definitely, we definitely need to do this again. And with that, we thank you for listening and we'll see you on the next one. Goodbye. See ya. Or shall I say, cheese. Oh my God. Oh. You're listening to the Pixel Podcast.